0: Welcome to Kitser B'Kitser. We are learning the halachas of business and we are up to Simen Yud. The halacha is that someone who is, anyone in the market, has to measure according to the minug of his province, of his medina, which means that if the minag around here is to flatten the top of the, of the scoop, then it is usur, to give an extra mounted amount of 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 whatever you're selling, even uh, even even without charging, I want to give you an extra mounted scoop. No, you have to keep it flat. And if the meaning is to keep it scoop, is to you know keep a mound on top of the scoop, and and you want to flatten it off, even if the the buyer says no no no, I don't want a mound, I want just flatten it off. Give me an exact. It's usor you have to follow the Medina. Since if I start doing a mound, when the halacha is to do flat, then the next guy it might also start doing that and he's going to be cheating out the maikr and vice versa for the buyer. Therefore, follow whatever the Medina is doing no matter what. Next, halakha. The heads of a community have to appoint representatives who go around to the stores and anyone who they catch who has unethical, improper weights If they're too big, they're too small, or if their scales are off, or anything that is corrupt, they're allowed to hit them and give them a knas however they see fit. Next halacha, it's also for a person to hold on to weights that are off. Even if he doesn't use them. In fact, just holding on to them, there's a lav in the Torah, even if he's using this stone in the bathroom, his mamash uses it for, for, there's no use at all. It's not out in any, in any use. Maybe someone else will come and use it. However, there is a way that you could hang on to these false weights, these inaccurate weights. That is if every weight in the marketplace has a marking that this is a good weight. It's an accurate weight and his stone doesn't have that marking, then he's allowed to hang on to it. Next, halacha. If someone wants to buy something, whether it's a piece of property, real estate, or just any item, whether he's buying it from a Jew or a guy, and they already decided on a price, they decided, we're gonna buy it for, for, you know, a hundred bucks. And before I actually get the chance to buy it, someone else comes along and buys it from him, or rents it from him, that person is called a rasha. However, if we didn't agree on a price yet, he wants to sell it for 100 and I only want to pay 90. Then someone else could come along and buy it. Next halacha someone who gives money to his friend to go buy something for him, real estate or an item, and the guy goes along and he buys it for himself. He's like, you know what? This is taka goodbye, and he picks it up for himself. That person, the shliach, is called a ramal. If the shliach bought it for himself with the person who sent him's money, right, A sends B to go buy something and B takes A's money and buys it for himself. Then he's chayev to give it to A, even though when he bought it he had in mind to give it to, to, to keep it himself. Since he bought it with A's money as A's shliach, his gavono will not help. It's A's property now. It's A's item. Next al-o-cho. Someone who puts down a down payment. Or does some sort of an in- interaction, an exchange that shows that I'm, I'm going to buy this. Even if he didn't put down the full money, right? So uh, there's no full Kenyan here. If any one of these two parties, the person, the seller or the buyer, backs out at the, at, after they do this exchange, he didn't do a Maisie Yisrael, and he's Chayiv to get a Mishapara. What's a Mishapara? This is when Bezdin says, that Mishapara, the one the Rebbeinu Shlelem, who paid back the Anshedara Dara Mabo, and the Anshedara Dara and Anshei Se Deyim Ba Moriyemim Matzrayim Shetaver and if you recall, not very good things happened to these people. Who Yipara Misha Eino Eimin He should also give retribution to the one who did not stand by his word. Have a great day.